The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back to your podcast. Remember, in the previous episodes, we discussed the topic of what do we want out of our business? What do we expect out of our business? And we approach, uh, in one case, somebody that was um, in search of love and appreciation of values, and uh, the other who was only in search of a sense of achievement and and getting uh, higher and higher results. In this episode, I want to address the question of what do we do when we do not get enough of out, out of our businesses. Basically, it's clear for us what we want out of it and we are not getting enough of that. And that comes down mostly to not having the satisfaction we want or and the financial results we want or we believe we deserve in line with our own investment of time and energy, of course. And all that makes sense because we all have some aim when we create and grow a business. And again, that could be very personal. Yet, what makes a difference is the return we get, as we tend to love more the things we have results out of, meaning the more it is working, the more satisfied we get, with more things in life and business is basically the same as we tend to love doing more the things that are working. Or we have those personal examples, for example, uh, when we start exercising and the body transforms, we tend to love more the new body and therefore the exercise in itself seems a little bit more fun, more easier after a few weeks of doing it every day. So hope this resonates. It is the same in business. When we say clients, that are satisfied, when we see them, that they are satisfied, we see that the money is coming in uh, as a result of what we are doing, we tend to enjoy it even more. Now, what is happening when the return does not happen or it does not happen to the extent that we kind of anticipate it? And again, I'm not here speaking about the attach of the results or the reason to do business for, as we explored in the previous two episodes, we already kind of cleaned that up, basically. And I hope, again, that you've been listening to those two episodes and you are in the place where you know, uh, deep down yourself, what you want out of your business, right? I'm speaking here in doing what we think is the right thing, putting the right um, high level of energy, the, the, the high level of enthusiasm, serving our clients in a generous way and so forth, and yet not getting the results that would have been normal for us to expect in line with our investment. And yes, it may happen that there are actions we are taking that are not paying back and the business is not growing as the result of those actions. And it may be linked to the original topic of not liking so much what we are doing or not finding the sense of joy and purpose. 
it may also simply be a strategy error or to avoid this word error that I don't like so much, a strategy that is not the most adapted or the most efficient to your current business context. This week I was working with a client in that context where he is still making money and gets satisfaction out of the work he's doing, yet not as much as before or not growing as much as it was expecting to grow in line with these new action plans. And that is a sign to take very seriously and most entrepreneurs ignore. As long as they make money, most business owners think this is good enough, so they don't bother. They stay in what may be called a comfortable zone and they do not realize that slowly they are not growing, they are starting to decrease and like we often say, what is not growing is slowly dying. And this may be when most of them not even realizing the danger they are facing. I don't remember uh, I shared this with you or not the example of the frog. Basically, when a frog is thrown in a hot water, it will immediately jump out of it. When the frog is put in a cold water and we start slowly boiling it, it dies, as it does not realize till it's too late that the water is far too hot. So hope this resonates. This example, just to clarify a little bit more the need of measuring what am I calling indicators. KPI, so it may be performer indicators, as well as satisfactory or satisfying indicators. The indicators of our own pleasure and satisfaction that we get out of our business. And when we go into stable ones or slowly going down, even just by a little, to be able to immediately react, mostly by understanding what is happening and adapting the strategy accordingly. So the first thing, like always, and I was talking about this in, in some episode long ago, measure those indicators in order to understand them, go deeper and analyze them. And once you understand, so first you measure, then you understand, and then you adapt your action plan and strategy accordingly. Now, going back to my clients, a few weeks ago, actually, we were having a session and he was feeling down, feeling demotivated because he realized that his figures are not following the curve he was expecting. And that despite the, our work together on the new specific action plan we put in place. And of course, I'm not, I would not go in all confidential details about that, uh, yet it may happen that an action plan is not working. And this is also part of life and business, by the way. Yet, when they are not working, we have only two options. To be miserable about, which he was at that time, and we are also here in those times, and it is important to spell it out as well. Or to motivate ourselves, which is basically what we have done first. This is a nice and easy uh, or a philosophical approach, I get it, and some of them, uh, some of you listening to that, you are much more down to uh, business and you want some more specific uh, secrets, keys, um, tools for doing what I'm here expressing in a more uh, high-level philosophical approach. By analyzing his figures, we have seen so I say analyzing figures and indicator, right? So by analyzing his figures, we have been seeing that some of his clients reduce 
their sales. And he was replacing those missing euros with the new product and business that we have been launching in parallel. Which means what? That instead of getting extra profit from the new activity, he was replacing only the missing sales from his core activity. You see, in itself, this is great. This is why I'm saying when you just look to overall sales or to overall profit, they may be stable, so you may be happy. Yet, when we wanted to go a little bit further or deeper, we see that something else is happening there. The original answer or the most uh, common answer we get, and he has the same answer, is that, well, you know, there is a war coming, the whole industry is affected uh, by this economic context, context, and there is a lack of spares and so and so forth. So all of that is due to, you know, market and uh, global uh, market and context, blah, 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 which may have been the case. And yet, even when we do so, even when the context is very difficult, some people are doing great in those contexts. Anyhow, I said, okay, let's go deeper. And he went and talked with one of his main suppliers, who mentioned, by the way, that my client was the only one of the entire of his uh, portfolio which activity was going down. As for him, as a supplier, his own activity was still working and basically he was still having more demand that he could satisfy. Indeed, he had less spare parts from, um, you know, uh, the market and the market is affected by, by the war anyhow. Yet overall, his demand was higher than anything that he was providing. So it means that the market is still growing. And it was also meaning for my client that his competitors were still doing fine, maybe a little bit more than fine, which means it cannot be the market or the industry the main answer, because that would have meant that all his competitors would have been affected in the same way, which was not the case. And again, um, you want to be, especially when we are working together, and you're listening to this podcast, you want to be the best in class. You want to be the one who is growing even in a context of crisis. But again, it is easy to say, well, this is the market, this is an industry, and not go and, and dive deeper to really understand what's happening. So as soon as we start to explore that with main suppliers, we can get more data and therefore adapt our action plan accordingly. Second, we try to analyze what the most successful competitors are doing. And that is something we can always do for inspiration and also for learning what not to do. Remember, no matter your industry or business line, you are most probably not the first one and not the only one doing it, which means we can learn from each other in our own domain and use those information to adapt our action plan accordingly. And finally, we move into analyzing which clients were going down just to realize that not only some of them were closing businesses and others were going to cheaper suppliers, but something much more interesting that our clients were not the typical clients for this kind of business. 
and that is a little bit more complex, but to make it short, their main business of our um, clients overall was not linked to the product that we were buying. Uh, and therefore, their focus of development was on what representing for them their core businesses, which makes sense, by the way, which brought us to the action plan of how to attract new category of clients, which their core business is linked to our main product. So you see, you can always do the same. Work with your suppliers to understand better the upstream market. Work with your clients to understand better the downstream market. And work with your competitors to understand your main market and the strategic changes that are coming up. Every time you are doing that, every time that you realize you're not getting enough profits or enough satisfaction out of your business, going down to those figures and trying to understand them, following these three uh, small actions, you know, upstream market, downstream market, and your own market, main market, it's allowing any one of you, no matter your industry, no matter of your business, to update your strategy and to update your action plan. Because an action plan that is not helping or is not working is nothing to be demotivated about. It's just an indication for you to change your strategy accordingly. Hope this helps and you look and I look forward to hear how implementing few of these keys is impacting your results and overall satisfaction in your business. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.